Hey everyone, welcome to Homer's Dope Nuts, a weekly Simpsons podcast where I, the Simpsons guy, and my co-host, El Ray, discuss and review every episode of The Simpsons ever made. We break down the episodes, discuss some of the references, and try to connect our younger listeners with The Simpsons family and how life has changed since the inception of the show over 30 years ago. We hope you enjoy it and provide feedback as we're always looking for ways to improve the show. Hi, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of Homer's Dope Nuts. As always, I am your host, The Simpsons Guy, and I'm joined by El Ray. Ahoy, hoy, everybody. So, uh, a lot of Simpsons in the news uh, this week. Yes, there has been some uh, Simpsons in the news. Yeah, about the last week, week and a half. Um, so, we will be talking about some Simpsons news after we uh, review this episode. Yes. Right, so if you'd like to uh, participate in that and listen, stick around. Yep. Uh, I don't know if I'd call them controversial. Uh, no, I'd call one of them controversial. The other one more of a hurt feelings. Yeah, I'd, call, I'd say one of them, okay, I can see where it's controversial. And the other one is just like, come on. Yeah. yeah. Not that I agree with the controversy. No, I don't. I don't either, but... So, but we will get to that after this episode, guys. All yes. Right. So before we begin, is there something you'd like to share with us, El Rey? Yes, we are going to uh, shout out our friends in Corpus again at Music House. Music House is a store by musicians for musicians, focused on the day-to-day needs of beginners to professionals alike. Music House helps you bring the music home. Whether you need supplies for band class, strings or sticks for a gig, acoustic treatment for your home studio, or even recording specialties, we are experienced in stock to help you find a solution. Music House is located in Northwest Corpus Christi off Highway 77 for easy access to South Texas musicians. Follow us at Music House CC on your favorite social media platform or visit us at musichousecc.com for more info. And remember everybody, M-U-S-I-K-H-A-U-S. All right. Okay, so, uh, I've done my bit my fair bit to help the uh, local small businesses yes i've i've pumped my uh, stimmy back into the economy most of it i think by yep. now yep so. you know a lot of these nice little restaurants i hadn't been to before mm-hmm. i happen to visit and they've been i've been pleasantly surprised yeah yeah so yes i've been giving my stimmy to the local record stores and you know restaurants as well it's all about the circular flow guys it's all yes. about the circular flow my macro kids will get the reference. Good. good. <laughs> hey, guys, remember, a lot of these places are barely opening up again, so go help them out. Yeah. We saw the tragedy of uh, Los Camperos. I did not see that. After 30 years. Wow. After 30 years, closed down. That's that's a staple of uh, Brownsville right there. Yeah, it was up there with the Vermilion and stuff, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was there. I mean, I hadn't been there forever, though. Mm. I'll be honest with you, I think the last time I went to Camperos was when they were on International. That was a long time. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't a big fan, but I know a lot of people were. Mm-hmm. And if anybody knows the Brownsville lore of restaurants, there is one restaurant I really miss. You remember Miguel's? Yes. Oh, dude. Well, yeah. Anyway, we could wax about all that stuff all day, but 
This we're, is a Simpsons podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> if we're going to talk about food. It's about Homer chowing down. All right. So we are going to review the last episode, 24, of season three. And it aired August 27th, 1992. And the title, Brother, Can You Spare Two Dimes? Ah. So this is a, uh, a part two, if you will. Yes. In a uh, certain saga. <laughs> In a brotherly saga. In a brotherly saga. There you go. Mm-hmm. So we're going to start off with our traditional chalkboard and couch gags. <laughs> the, for the chalkboard gag. It's a good one. Yep. We see Bart writing, I will not fake seizures. Man. I, that could get pretty dark in yeah, the classroom right away. Yeah, that could get pretty dark pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've had to deal with panic attacks. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, th- those are okay. It's just a panic attack. But seizure? Oh, my yeah, God. No control over that. Yeah, man. no, no, no. At None least at when all. you have a panic attack, you know you're having a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. The couch gag, unfortunately. Yes, recycled, right? And this has been the trend for the last few episodes. Yes, it has been, unfortunately. Yes. If it wasn't for the gold that's in season three, that could be quite de- detrimental, but... So the one that we have recycled this time is, of course, um, the uh, family comes in and does cartwheels and gets to the couch, right? And, of course, Maggie is the last one. Yeah, Bart helps right. her up and yes. they all do the little they ta-da. They all do the little ta-da pose. And they do, what do you call it, spirit fingers, yes. jazz fingers yeah, or whatever? spirit fingers. Spirit fingers, yeah. So we've seen this one before. It's cute, but, again, recycled. Yes, very low effort, I think. Yeah. So, we're at the plant. Yes. And apparently, it's the, it's the day of the year where they get physicals. Yes. And so, they're all standing in line. All in their underwear. Yes. And Lenny comes in butt naked. <laughs> yep. He forgot that there was a physical today. And Homer even says, like, <laughs> forgot there was a physical today. And he goes, yeah. And he even asks Homer... If he can borrow his underwear. <laughs> I don't know how... You could fit two of Lenny's in there. No? Yeah. <laughs> Be like a parachute. Yeah. It was... Uh, I guess he decided to go commando that day? I guess so. Wow. Yeah. What a day to forget. Yeah. What a day to forget. And uh, next thing we know, we see uh, one of the testers, you know, the people that are giving the physical. And he's like, this can't be right. This man has 104% body fat. And he turns and he sees Homer floating in the water tank. Mm-hmm. And he, he what's he eating? Like He's fried eating chicken? A, a drumstick, yeah, a chicken drumstick. Uh-huh. Hey, no eating in the tank, he says. Homer just tells him, go to hell. <laughs> but yeah, I guess that accounts for the 104 body percent body fat. Apparently that's possible for Homer. Good Lord. Yep. Next thing we know, Homer is back home. And Marge is, how was your day at work, dear? And I love Homer's answer to this. Oh, the usual. Stand in front of this, open that, pull down that, pull down this, bend over, spread apart that, turn your head that way, cough. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's your usual day at work. Apparently Um, that's usual. Wow. Anyway, next thing we know, we see Mr. Smithers. I mean, so Smithers and Mr. Burns. Yes, they're looking over, I guess, the data of the physical, right? Yeah. 
And then um, they even have this microscope and they're looking at the microscope and they've discovered that Homer Simpson is sterile. Yes, apparently they're looking at sperm samples. Yes, <laughs> they're looking at sperm samples. And if, we, if, we were, if you were to see the episode, you'd see Homer's head yeah. with a little tail behind it. Yeah. And they keep running into each other going, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, and for comparison, there's like a healthy one. Right, and it's Smithers. Yes. <laughs> so you see little Smithers with tails floating around all over the place. Yeah, they're yeah. swimming back and forth. Yeah. Right? yeah, and there's like, what, three homers or yeah. one or two homers? Yeah, just floating around. Yep. <laughs> so they've discovered that Homer is sterile and that radiation from the plant is the reason. Yes, and so Smithers makes it very clear to Mr. Burns here that this could be a problem. Homer could sue them for millions, right? Mm-hmm. And so Burns turns to his lawyers. Yep, and, there, and he talks to them. He's like, "Now, before we begin, let's make one thing clear to you, one thing clear for you. I want your legal advice. I even pay for it. But to me, you're all vipers. You live on personal injuries. You live on divorces. You live on pain and misery. But I'm rambling. Would anyone like some coffee? <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say that." This is my favorite sequence of words in the episode, this mm-hmm. whole part. So we have a lawyer who says, oh, yes, I'd like some coffee. You want it black, don't you? Black like your heart? It's so hard for me to listen to you. I hate you all so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll de- it's my problem. I'll deal with it. Please <laughs> continue. I love this. <laughs> <laughs> for, you know, Mr. Burns has uh, quite the... Um, point right here yeah. <laughs> i would say uh-huh. and so the lawyer tells him if you offer homer simpson a token of a token cash settlement say a couple of thousand he'll be so dazzled he'll sign anything you shove under his nose and then burns he's really sarcastic like, oh brilliant a cash settlement i could have i could have figured that out you button down maggot and the lawyer says do you have any cream Burns goes, oh, yes, of course. Where are my manners? And he gets the cream for the coffee. <laughs> I love this oh, outburst by Mr. Burns here. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And it's funny because, again, as evil as Mr. Burns is, he has nothing but content and disdain for lawyers. For lawyers. <laughs> he thinks they're even worse than him. Yeah. Oh, anyway. And you know what? The Simpsons do make fun of lawyers quite a bit. Yeah. I'm recalling a couple of jokes that we'll get to later in the... Uh, and of course, Lionel Hutz. Yes, Lionel Hutz, of course. Yeah. <laughs> and so we cut scenes here and we go to uh, below the poverty line, as mm-hmm. they call it. And we hear a familiar voice and we see a familiar face, right? Yep. And it is, of course, Herb, Homer's half-brother. Herb Powell himself. Yes, and he has become a bum. He's homeless. And he's talking to um, other bums that are around them, right? Say, yeah, I used to be rich. I owned Mickey Mouse massage parlors. <laughs> then those Disney sleaze balls <laughs> shut me down. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Herb jumps in and says, well, I used to own a successful car company. My secret was giving them was it, Japanese names. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, have you ever driven a tempura hatchback? <laughs> <laughs> The bum says, hey, I got bit by, I got hit by one of those. <laughs> but tempura, oh my God. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And so Herb then tells his tale of how he found out that he had a half brother. And we cut back to the episode of basically 
Homer's Homer designing car. the yes, car designing that the ruined car. Powell Motors. Yes, and he says Forbes called it the blunder of the century. A bit overblown, don't you think? What about new Coke? <laughs> they do. He does have a point. Well, I have to say that I was not, I don't know if I was alive, but I was not conscious yeah. for that whole thing when it went down. Let's just say the difference was, the, you know the, the difference between Mexican Coke and U.S. Coke? Yes. That's, that's how big the difference was. Interesting. Hmm. And Mexican Coke is so much better than American Coke? Yes, it is. So Coke Classic was a hell of a lot better than New Coke. Got it. Hmm. Just to give you a little point of reference. Okay, sounds good. And so Herb, I guess he still hasn't lost his spirit. He says, this is America. And in America, you're never finished as long as you have a brain in your head. Because all a man really needs is an idea. And then the one bum goes, well, I'm licked. No, me too. <laughs> <laughs> and so then we cut back, right? We're at the Simpsons house now. Right. And then uh, Bart is uh, staging the Living Room Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. And he's like, and now the next event in our Living Room Olympics, the always controversial couch vault. Do this for the Stain Master Carpets, proud sponsors of the Living Room Olympics. <laughs> and so, yeah. So they play some knockoff music for the Olympics, uh-huh. right? And Bart is... Using the broom. Yes, using the broom to try to make the vault, doesn't make it, and the couch collapses just as Homer walks in, and it just destroys him. The dream is over! (laughs) I mean, wow. I guess he really loved this couch if he thinks the dream is over. Yep. And Homer's like, all right, who did this? And and Bart (laughs) says, we were just sitting quietly on the couch chatting when we heard a creaking noise. And Lisa jumps in, we left... We leapt off just in time to see it collapse. And then she puts her head on Bart's shoulders. Yeah, and he's holding her. There, there. You're safe now, little sister. (laughs) I love these moments, right? As much as they fight when they're both trying to get away with something, they become the perfect team. Exactly. (laughs) Seamless. It's just seamless. And Homer is destroyed. He's like, why did this have to happen during prime time when TV's brightest stars come out to shine? (laughs) And he starts thinking about the um, great memories on his couch, right? Mm -hmm. And, of course, they start referencing very big moments in TV history, right? Which is uh, who shot JR, right? Mm -hmm. The uh, Hands Across America. And (laughs) and that part's funny because they show Marge and the kids and what Flanders, I think, is in there. And they're all holding hands in the living room and Homer's still sitting on the couch. He's just right behind him trying to watch the TV. Yeah. Don't they talk about like some gaping holes in Iowa or something yeah. like that too? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so funny. And then of course, um, Gomer Pyle saying, Shazam! <laughs> all right. So again, you know, classic shows. Mm-hmm. And Homer says, well, friend, you're going back where you came from. The curb in front of Flanders' house. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. You know, I, I bet Flanders owns most of the stuff inside the Simpsons house. Yes, he does. Homer just kind of like borrows stuff and never returns it. Yeah. Anyway, so next thing we know, we see Herb standing in a public park trying to get an idea. And then uh, she hears a woman trying to uh, 
She's struggling. Yeah, struggling with her baby. Yeah, she the the baby's kind of complaining, and she's well. I wish I could. I wish I knew how to. uh, What you wanted, yeah. What you wanted, right? But I can't understand you. And then Herb comes out and says, "Lady, you just gave me the idea of a lifetime. How do I thank you?" She says, "Please don't hurt me." Herb goes, consider it done? Yep. You know, and remember, Herb is in very rough shape during this. Yeah, he's a bum. He's a bum. I imagine uh, he smells rather like Homer Mm -hmm. at that moment. (laughs) Yes. And so we cut that scene and we are in Mr. Burns' office and Mr. Burns is whispering to Smithers and says, this is the man with the lazy sperm. (laughs) Smithers goes, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. And so... Burns changes attitude real quick. Ah, Simpson, you big virile son of a gun. <laughs> and then Burns offers Homer a check for $2,000. All he has to do is sign this form. Yep. And Homer says, wait a minute. I'm not signing anything until I read it or someone gives me the gist of it. <laughs> I Obviously, you know, you know what he prefers. Yep. So just give me the gist of it, right? So Burns goes on to make the story about... <laughs> How Homer has won the uh, first annual Montgomery Burns Award for the Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. Yes. <laughs> right? He was like going on the fly and making all this up. Yeah. Right? It's more like excellence. <laughs> <laughs> and so, of course, Homer, he's all in now. Right? He agrees to sign it, but only under the conditions... That he gets a big award ceremony and, and a trophy. Yep. And so Burns looks at his lawyers here and they just nod. like. And he gives in. So the next thing we know, we see um, at the, was it the Springfield uh, Auditorium? Yeah, or Coliseum so, or Convention Center, something uh-huh. like that. Yeah. So it's the Bonita DeWolf and her nuclear power, um, her nuclear plant, Soft Shoe Society sing the song. Uh, for the fa- F-A-M... The, yeah, F-A-M-B-A-F-O-A-I-T-F-O-E, which is, yeah, the whole thing that the, the uh, first, first annual Burns <laughs> outstanding for the uh, Outstanding Achievements Excellence, whatever it was, yeah. right? So <laughs> Lisa's commenting here. She's like, this show is the biggest farce I've ever seen. And then Bart goes, what about the Emmys? I stand corrected. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> So I guess they have contempt for the Emmys. Yes. And so Burns is now on stage and he's going to introduce whoever's going to uh, present Homer his award, which is no other than Smoking Joe Frazier. Mm-hmm. And then he's just reading off the teleprompter here. Yes. like Webster's Dictionary defines excellence as the state or condition of being excellent. And now the winner... Of the first annual Montgomery Bur- Montgomery Burns Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence. And I love this scene. We cro- <laughs> we cut back to Homer sitting in the balcony in a tux. And he's just crossing his fingers going, please, 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 please. <laughs> and Lisa goes, Dad, you know you won. Don't jinx it! <laughs> he tells and of course, they call Homer's name. And he... Pretends to be surprised. Yes, he's cheering himself on. He kisses Marge. And he gets so excited that he falls off the balconies. Yep. <laughs> uh, that's how we end the first scene. Yes. And this, I mean, that ceremony was huge. There was celebrities. Yeah. There was like, man, it was like the Oscars. It's they had like dancers and everything. Yep. 
it was. Um, I, I wonder why he just didn't write a bigger check and get rid of the, the whole yeah. thing. Well, I guess you know he ended up paying what he thought he was going to pay for that whole ceremony and everything in the end. So yeah, yeah, it did cost him. It did cost him. It did. So next thing we know. We're in Moe's Tavern. Yeah, and smoking Joe Fraser sitting at the bar telling Moe, keep those pig legs coming, Moe. And then Moe's like, you clean me out, smoking Joe. <laughs> uh, I guess they're eating pickled pig's legs. Yeah, gross. I, yeah, I don't see that. Oh, thanks, man. Hey, man, if you like it, cool, but not for me. More for you. Yeah, I mean, I, at least I think I would try the pickled eggs before I tried that. But that's just me. All right, guys, uh, time for a little break. And we're back. I was just, sorry, it was just a short little break. We yeah. had a. We had to take care of some business rules. <laughs> anyway, so back to the episode. So, uh, yes, Mo and Joe Frazier are trying to comfort Homer, who is sitting at the bar, very sad about the loss of his couch. Yes. And uh, Smoke and Joe is like, Homer, I know how you feel. You lost the couch, I lost the heavyweight championship. And Homer just dismisses them here. He's like, heavyweight championship. There's like three of those, <laughs> which <Yeah>. is true. <laughs> yep. And he's like, this couch was one of a kind. And uh, this is when Barney uh, steps in. And he tells Joe Frazier to shut up. And they basically get to the point where they're going to take it outside. Now, what kind of idiot do you have to be to take it outside with Joe Frazier? Well, he's drunk. Yeah. He's so, an alcoholic yeah. idiot. So next thing you know, when they step outside, yeah. the door swings open and closed. And one, one of the times when it swings open, we see a lot of blood splash yeah. onto the door. And, uh, and Barney's out, man. Yeah. yeah. Next thing we know, he's uh, being stuffed in, in a trash can. Yeah. And what does he say? <laughs> Go ahead. He says, all right, a peanut. <laughs> and he eats a peanut out of the trash can while he's... Stuck inside the trash can. Ah, spoken like a true drunk. Mm-hmm. And so we go back under the... Uh, railroad Railroad, tracks. yes. And we're back to Herb talking to the other bums. And he's still giving a speech. And he says, all a man needs is an idea. Then another bum goes, then how come you're still a bum? He says, a man needs two things. An idea and money to get it off the ground. <laughs> and then... Uh, he happens to be reading the newspaper. Yeah, I'm guessing they're like looking for stuff to burn or whatever. Yeah. But he notices that Homer has won that first annual Montgomery Words Award for excellence. Ex yes. Yeah, the whole thing. Yep. And so as he sees this, he um, runs to the train yard, which I guess is close, right? Because yeah, yeah. And, and then he asks, which one, which one of these goes to Springfield? And they point it out. Yeah. And he looks through the train, which is great because there's different carts and none of them look appealing to him. No, it's like uh, alligators. Yeah. And... I forgot what the other one was. But eventually he ends up on a cart that's nothing but pillows. Pillows. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yep. That's very... the one for me, right? Yep. yep. And he hops on in and he uh, gets very comfy, as yes. you would imagine. Yeah. And so then we cut back to Homer, and he is still moping about the couch, right? He's like, I feel so empty, so alone, so couchless. <laughs> and, of course, then he discovers a new kind of couch. The, the Spine Melter 2000. Yes. So they're in a store trying out this. It's a chair, actually. It's not even a couch. No. Just for him. And he asks for 
full power. And the guy at the store is like, but sir. He says, no, give me full power. And as the guy cranks it all the way up, Homer goes into this crazy dream 2001-esque space like Odyssey sequence. What was that right? new Matthew McConaughey movie, Interstellar? Oh, yeah. It was like Interstellar. It was yeah, like there Interstellar, you go. Yeah. Wormholes and stuff. Uh-huh. But then, of course, Homer wants to take it, but Marge looks at the price tag, as Marge does, mm-hmm. and it is two grand for this thing. By the way, I thought it was really funny the way Homer said, I'll take it. Because when he said it, he was like, the share was vibrating, yeah. like all hell get out. He's like, oh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and so Homer gives his little speech here. He's like, there's an empty spot I've always had inside of me. I tried to fill it with family, religion, community service. But those were dead ends. <laughs> oh, my God. And so he thinks that this new chair is... The answer. But of course, Marge convinces him not to buy it. Because she's the voice of reason. She here. is the voice of reason. Right? And, but, you know, he's still trying out the chair. Yeah. You see, he takes the control away from the salesman. Yeah. And he puts it on full blast again. Mm-hmm. Next thing we know, Herb mm-hmm. is somewhere in the vicinity. Right? And he looks at a house that the yard is all dilapidated. Then he sees the other house, a clean yard, and he thinks, well, the clean yard has to be my brother, right? Mm -hmm. So he goes and he knocks on the door, and who answers the door? (laughs) Ned Flanders. Ned Flanders, right? And, of course, Herb looks like a freaking bum. Yes. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, I must have the wrong house. And Ned says, oh, well, that's where you're wrong, friend. And, of course, you know, the Flanders are very happy that they have a transient. Because? Of course, they're very, very Christian. And And today happens to be (laughs) Tithe Day at the Flanders. Yes, at the Flanders. And so the kids run out and Todd is like, Dad, can I anoint the sores on his feet? (laughs) And then Ned goes, no, I think it's Mom's turn, son. And course todd is like sad about this he says oh that's no fair <laughs> uh, yeah so they clean up herb and they give him a suit right and ned even goes as far as saying if you ever want to sleep over Maud and i can sleep on card tables All right which is strange they have a perfectly good living room mm-hmm. why not the couch i don't know man but it is flanders yeah that and is so tar uh Todd starts singing, right, about onward Christian soldiers and the whole, the whole family. family. Yeah. yeah. And Homer, who's sitting on his piece of crap couch now, just covering his ears. Because he doesn't want to hear the Flanders because he hates them like, so much. Oh, they're singing again, lousy neighbors. I wish I was deaf. <laughs> Next thing we know, we hear a ding-dong at the Simpson house. And, of course, it is Herb. Right. And then Herb is outside. He's like, what am I going to say? This, this is the guy that ruined me. But on the other hand, he's family. So many conflicting emotions. How to express them? And so Homer opens the door and Homer looks shocked. He's like, Herb? And next thing you know, Herb just punches Homer. <laughs> he punches him in the face, knocks him down. He walks over his body. And Bart and Lisa are, you know, happy to see him. <laughs> Uncle Herb! Yes, right? yes, yes. They're all ha- happy to see Unky Herb. And then... <laughs> he's like, you weren't so happy to see me. Because yeah. Herb is happy to see the kids as well. You yeah. Know? He's, he's loving this. He's, he, he, 
if you remember from the previous episode, he just loved the kids to death. Right? Yes, he did. He spoiled them as much as he could. And so Herb tells Homer, every word you say just makes me want to punch you in the face. And then Homer goes, well, while you're a guest in my house, could you just kick me in the butt? Says, I'll try, but I'm not making any promises. <laughs> <laughs> so next thing we know, Marge greets Herb with the same enthusiasm and yes, surprise yes. as the kids. Yes, and he's happy to see Marge as well. Right, he's, she's like, Herb, how have you been? Says, well, I've been living in a cardboard box, sleeping on grates, eating out of dumpsters. You? And then Marge goes, mm, can't complain. <laughs> so, next thing we know, we see Homer giving Herb the grand tour. Right, and which apparently includes uh, showing him how light switch light switches work. Off, on, yeah, yeah. He's like off, on, on. until they tell him to stop. Right. Then he says, "Well, I don't know what this switch does." And as he flips it on, we pan outside the Simpson house, and apparently there's Christmas lights from '85. Yep, on there. And remember, we're talking '97 now, yeah. so 12 years. So for 12 years, he's had those same Christmas lights on, and he forgot that he needs to toggle the switch to see him. <laughs> I don't know how you forget that, but there you go. <laughs> and so we are back at the Simpsons eating dinner, and Bart asks a question. He's like, Unky Herb, what advice would you give a young boy who would most likely become a bum like yourself? And he says, discarded pizza boxes are an in inexpensive source of cheese. <laughs> gross. <clears throat> yes, very and gross. Lisa asks, why didn't you write, Unky Herb? Well, if I wrote to you, what was I supposed to say? Dear Lisa, last night I used a rat for a pillow. Thanks. Thanks to your pop. <laughs> and then, of course, um, Herb looks at Maggie and he tells her that she is going to make him rich again. Right? Mm -hmm. And then later we cut to the uh, family playing Monopoly. Monopoly, of all things. Right? Mm -hmm. And it's Herb's turn. Right, and he takes his a roll. Right, he rolls a three, and he rants on. He lands on Ventnor Avenue. And Lisa says, "And while on Ventor Avenue, you'll be staying at the fabulous Hotel Lisa. A valet will be around shortly to park your thimble." Of course, there's the unpleasant matter of the bill. <laughs> Get to the point. <laughs> one thousand one hundred and fifty bones. <laughs> and then Herb is like really upset. She's like, when he's paying the money, he's like, now he's bankrupt. And Homer says, I guess you're just not much of a businessman. <laughs> and Herb <laughs> punches him in the face again. <laughs> he just couldn't help himself. He just had to punch his brother in the face again. And, you know, uh, Bart. Bart's like, why are, you, why are we playing games when we got two grand in the bank? Remember when Homer won the Montgomery, War Montgomery Burns Award for Outstanding Achievement in the Field of Excellence? And so they're all going to chime in. Lisa thinks the money should be invested in the greater books of Western civilization. All right. And then Homer reminds Marge that she wanted to buy a vibrating chair. But Marge says, that was your idea. Yes. And Bart has a very different plan here. Right? He says, I think we should get a machine gun. We can use it to hunt game, spell out things, or ring in the new year. But Marge thinks the money should be spent on a new washer and dryer. And then we, we cut to the washer and dryer, and they're shaking like they're possessed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're just all over the place, right? And they're about to crush their cat. Yeah, Snowball 2. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And so Herb jumps in and says, how would you like to spend $2,000 to give a broken man a second chance? And then Homer goes, nah. <laughs> uh, yeah, Homer yeah. just doesn't get it, man. No, he, he, he doesn't realize that, doesn't he have to do this? He has to. He's pretty obligated to do this. I mean, he one, because his it's his brother. Yeah, and then two, two he bankrupted You're the reason that this guy is, you know, living in the streets. Uh-huh. And so Herb says that he invites the family that he's going to give them a presentation that will change the world, right? And he brings out one of those drinking birds. Right. For those of you guys that don't know what we're talking about, imagine a glass bird with a long neck. Yeah. And you tip it over... And it comes back up, and it goes back down, and it comes back up. Usually into a glass of water. Yeah. Yeah. And so, (laughs) Homer's very excited about this. Yeah, he just looks at the bird. He's like, like, wow, that's amazing. (laughs) And then Herb tells him to take it easy. But Homer keeps looking at the bird. Yes. But eventually we get to what Herb is going to get to. Yeah, but in order to do this, he has to take the bird away. Yes, he has to take the bird away because Homer is just... Fixated on this thing. It's uh-huh. crazy. And then he says, the true plan is a baby translator. He says, it measures the pitch, the frequency, the urgency of a baby's cry, and tells whoever's around, in plain English, exactly what the baby's trying to say. Yes. Everything from change me to turn off that damn Raffi record. Right. And so... Herb says that he just needs two grand for the research. And the whole family agrees that, yes, Homer should give him the money, right? Homer's really the only reluctant one in this yeah. situation. And he says, all right, Herb, I'll give you the money. But first, you have to forgive me and treat me like a brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So and Homer, I mean, sorry, Herb says, nope. And then Homer says, all right, then just give me the drinking bird. Just give me the drinking bird. That's all he wants, right? Oh, my God. He's still fixated on the damn thing. Yep. And so then we cut to a little montage here, and Herb is going through the testing process of this new creation, right? So Right. One of, and one of the things, right, he's like, hmm, that sine wave uh, is reminiscent of this, but not quite. Like, I wonder what she's trying to say. And he's lying on the ground. He's holding Maggie up in the air. And she just barfs on She just bleep. Oh, that's what it meant. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So he had a breakthrough in, when it came to his invention. Yep. And so finally, you know, a few more tests. And he unveils his creation, right? And he's so he's there in the living room. And he's got it covered. He says, now I bet you're all wondering what lies under this sheet. Bart goes, not really. We snuck a peek while you were in the john. (laughs) And so he removes the sheet and this machine that he's made, it doesn't look very well made at all. Yeah, no, it looks like a soup sandwich. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. And Marge tries to, uh, you know, ooh, (laughs) make him feel better. And Herb says, you don't have to humor me. But she says... Well, it's pretty, you know, I'm kind of used to doing this, right? Yeah. And Homer says that it's the stupidest thing he's ever seen. Yeah, I can't believe we spent $2,000 on this when right now rollers could be kneading my buttocks. And then Herb goes, Homer, would you stop thinking about your ass? I'll try, but I can't. (laughs) Uh, Homer, by the way, um, 
We'll get to an episode later when they got a new couch. Yes. And uh, somebody sits on his... Uh, his ass groove. Ass groove, right? Yeah. And he says he has to work hard to get his ass groove back. Mm-hmm. He, he takes his couches very seriously. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And so, you know, as it's going on, Maggie reveals that this thing actually works. Right, because she babbled something. And then in Herb's voice... The machine goes, lavish attention on me and entertain me. And everybody's just freaking out, right? So Lisa plays peekaboo with Maggie. She's like, Maggie, Maggie. And she covers her eyes. And the, the little uh, Maggie starts to babble. And the translator goes, where did you go? And Lisa says, peekaboo. And Maggie laughs. Oh, there you are. Very amusing. <laughs> <laughs> takes all the fun out of it, but it yeah. does work. Yeah. Homer's, yeah. By the way, I already explained to you why babies are never get tired of this, right? You did, but I don't remember. <laughs> all right. So there's this thing called object permanence. Right around six months, you know how babies freak out when mom's about to walk out of the room? Yeah. They're like, ah, ah, ah. Because if they can't see it, they think it disappears from the universe. So when mom shows up and they're all happy, it's because it's magic. So same thing with peekaboo. You cover your face, they can't see you. You've disappeared from the universe. And you come back in, it's just like a magic trick. Good to know. (laughs) Well, there it is, kids. Take it from the psychology teacher. Yes, yes. um. (laughs) But anyway, Homer is still not convinced. Right? Mm-hmm. People are afraid of new things. Should have just taken an existing product and put a clock on it or something. Right. But Marge says Homer is wrong. Mm-hmm. But while in bed, Homer is still upset, right? He's like, I gave her all my money I had in the world, all the money I had in the world. And he still treats me like something he pulled out of his ear. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, right? Yeah. And so we get to a convention. Mm-hmm. Apparently there's a convention in Springfield for new baby toys. Yes. Right? And he said that's Tuesday through Friday, no triplets. No triplets. Yes, exactly. And we cut to Professor Fink, Frank, right? Mm-hmm. And he unveils his baby airplane, which allows your baby to fly. And he's going to demonstrate it with his own son. Right? <laughs> and, but after the uh, plane does not land very uh, well... He kind of goes out of the convention center after going through a uh, glass window, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, my wife is going to kill me. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. But of course, everybody flocks to her because his translator is working and people love it. He is a success at this point. Yep. And he's, I'm rich again. USA. USA. <laughs> uh. So, next thing we know, we see Herb giving the family a bunch of gifts, right? Yes, yes. He gets Marge, her new washer and dryer. Right? And he gives her. He even gives her 50 bucks. Because yeah, he sold the old ones for 50 bucks, yes. Right? <laughs> next thing we know, we're at most Tavern, and everybody's <laughs> placing bets because they the, they're racing the washer yeah, and dryer. Yeah, they're racing the washer and dryer. So good. Bart 
I think it's the best gift, to be honest with you. <laughs> he gets a membership in the NRA. Right? Yes, he gets a membership in the NRA. He's not old enough to have a gun, but he has a membership in the NRA. Uh, he's like, does this mean I can get the cyanide-tipped bullets and the whatever? He's like, it's in the Constitution. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and for Lisa, there's a subscription to the Greater Books of Western Culture. That's what she wants. Yep. And Homer says, I bet you don't have a vibrating chair in that bag for me. And then, of course, Herb says no. And he invites him outside says, to his car. says, walk me to my car. Yeah, yeah walk, walk me to my car, right? And the, Homer goes along with him. And uh, he says, uh, as long as it's not a punch in the face, right? Yeah. But Herb turns around and... He says, okay, here's what I'm going to give you. I forgive you and you are allowed to call me brother and i'm gonna do the same and then herb says give me a hug brother mm-hmm. horse says, all right but i never really hugged a man before and then as they hug there's a truck pulling in and then herb says i got you the damn chair yes and the that's the delivery truck and of course homer <laughs> is sitting in his but, but, yeah. but wait, but before that, right? He said he never oh, hugged yeah, a man yeah, he before. Starts kissing him. He starts true. kissing Herb <laughs> all over him. when he sees yeah. he's getting the... What, 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 yeah. All he's over. like, <laughs> at the very end, right? <laughs> and he gets his damn chair. Uh-huh. Yep. And <laughs> then as he's vibrating on his chair... They show right. they show his sperm. <laughs> and his sperm are also vibrating like crazy <laughs> at the end of the show. And scene. Mm-hmm. All right. So, besides Homer's uh, lazy, crazy sperm, what else can we take away from this episode? I mean, I man, I love Burns the way he just torches the lawyers in this one, man. <laughs> oh it's my so god, good. That's my favorite part of the episode. It's a great episode, but I love that part. Uh-huh. Y'all are vipers. <laughs> I wonder who wrote that. I know <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. Maybe his dad or mom was a lawyer or something. Maybe something like that. He's got he's got some issues there with lawyers. The comeback of Herb is awesome, of course. Oh, yes. Uh he went from owning a car company to living in a, a in under a bridge in, basically. In, yeah. in, under a bridge and squalor to uh becoming rich again. Yeah. And he could thank both of those to Homer. Exactly. Right, Homer ruined him, but then Homer also gave made him life yeah. to to Maggie, which made her rich again. And he did fund him. He did the right thing. He yeah, he him. did give him his two thousand yes. dollars from the first uh, annual Montgomery Burns Award for outstanding achievement in the field of excellence. I do like also how we see just we always knew that the Flanders family was some Christians, but. They are apparently some very hardcore Christians. <laughs> they were fighting over who gets to anoint the bum's feet. Yeah. Good. Wow. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. No. No. Not for me. Oh, well. So, uh, is there anything else we can take away from this episode? Uh, no. I mean, again, classic. You know, again, continuation episode, which is always good. Mm-hmm. Um, we get to see Herb again. Yeah, we get to see Herb again and what happened to Herb, so... As far as writing goes, good direction right there. So on a scale of one to five donuts? It's a... 
I would say it's a four and a half normal, but I'll give it I'll give it half a point deduction because of the couch the gag. The recycled couch yes, gag. The couch gag, yes. It's a four. It's a four. It's a great episode. I like the continuation. Again, Burns' whole thing with the lawyer just makes it for me. So Yeah. This is a great episode. Uh, I'm with El Ray on this. It's a solid four. It is a great episode. Um it has some great scenes in it, right? But, you know, the the fives, I wouldn't rate it as a five because the fives, those are the ones I get a lot of quotes I use in my daily life from yeah. and stuff like that. So it's not a five, but it's not a three either. It's a really, really damn good episode. So I would give it four dope nuts as well. So we've gotten to the end. Yes. So, uh, what's about what's this on the news now? Okay, so there was a couple of things in the news uh, recently. Those of you that are Simpson fans know that for a while now, the character of Apu has been retired, right? Okay. Which is a shame. Yes, which is a shame in itself. However, we had the uh, actor the other day. I, I forget his name. Hank Azaria. There you go, Hank Azaria. Again. Funny guy does the voice of Mo also, I believe. Mm -hmm. I forgot who else. Yeah, he does a bunch of voices. Um, but he said something the other day that he feels like he should apologize to every Indian person ever for playing Apu. I mean, this is why it's acting. Right? You're yeah. pretending to be somebody else. Yeah. Uh, look, I mean, I get it. Obviously, we don't have the same lens that we had 20 years ago mm -hmm. all right that's all fine and good but i am gonna say this it's a freaking cartoon everybody. yeah <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's cartoon. a cartoon it's a cartoon mm -hmm. all right i mean if we're gonna go by that logic then any uh anybody out there that loves breakfast at tiffany's you can't watch that anymore because of what andy rooney did in portraying an asian man yes Mm -hmm. Are we going to get rid of Breakfast at Tiffany's? I don't know. People love that. One of the classic movies of all time. Right? Hey. So, again, I don't know. I, I'm just... Look, man, I get it that you felt like you had to stop. I don't think you owe anybody an apology. Yeah. Necessarily. Why apologize for playing a great character? Yeah. Well, because it's full of stereotypes. And I, I, okay, I get that. But, hey, man, look. That's I'm what brown, makes it funny. I'm brown and I love Speedy Gonzalez, right? Yeah. So, I mean, there it is. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, I don't get why they think Speedy Gonzalez is offensive. Mm -mm. He always beats a damn gringo pussycat. Yeah, exactly. He always wins. Yeah. So how is that offensive to me? And, and Slowpoke Rodriguez, look, man, I'll tell you, we all got a family member like that, man. All right? Hey, I'm just saying it right now. Yeah. We all have that uncle that everybody worries about. Yeah, exactly. and we have to take, We is. have to take care of. Because if we don't, he's going to wind up on the street. Yeah. So, there you go. Mm -hmm. And so, the other piece of Simpsons news is was that the, uh, the infamous or famous Morrissey was offended by an episode that... Now, I will admit, it's a new episode, so I have not seen it yet. It's, uh, it's, the character wasn't even named Morrissey. It was supposed to be a depiction of like the typical... 80 stars. So it was a reference, yes, to Morrissey and Robert Smith and what, the Bowie too, you know. Yeah. Like, there was all that kind of referenced in there. 
Mm-hmm. But apparently, uh, Morrissey took very big offense to this character. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, there's a song or two by Morrissey I like, but, yeah, I don't like this. I mean, here's the thing. I think one of the complaints was that, that whatever character they had in the show, like, just finds ways to make money and cancel shows and stuff like uh-huh. that. By the way, that character was played by Benedict Cumberbatch. Yes, by Benedict Cumberbatch. Mm -hmm. And I I mean, look, I hate to say it, man. Morrissey cancels a lot of shows, dude, so. Yeah. (laughs) I think he's notorious for canceling shows, actually. Yeah. He's one of those that are, I mean, I get it. He's the artist type. Mm -hmm. But. I don't know, man. His skin is too damn thin. Look, to me, honestly, if I ever became big enough as a celebrity or anything to where they parody me in a cartoon that's when I know I made it yeah <laughs> it's, that's when I know I made it man if they make a character of me on the Simpsons or South Park or something I've made it <laughs> yeah I'm gonna record that episode I'm gonna show it to everybody that character is me they're making fun of me but that's me yep what else can you do and again guys at the end of the day it's a cartoon it's meant for entertainment yeah so I'm curious to know what the listeners think about that. Leave us some comments. Yeah, I mean, uh, you can uh, go to my official Instagram page, which is official underscore homers underscore donuts without the apostrophes. And uh, I'll be uh, posting some memes that I have ready. Uh, I'll be posting them tomorrow. And uh, if you have any comments about this particular episode, feel free to send me a DM or drop a, a comment and like on the pic on the meme or something. Slide into his DMs, guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not like that, guys. Yeah, no. Yeah. I, I know what you guys do in your DMs. I'm not interested. <laughs> not at all. Uh, but you can drop me a comment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and I, I don't care if you're trying to offend me. Yeah. I got a thick skin. Uh, you know... I always tell this joke. You know uh, why Mexicans don't like to grill? Because the beans fall through the grill. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. That's a good one. <laughs> come yeah. on, guys. You got you you to gotta be, be able, able to make... Yeah, you got to be able to make fun of yourself, too. So, anyways, is there anything else you'd like to add to this nonsense? Uh, no. No, no, no. I'm just going to leave it at that, man. Yeah, we've had enough nonsense for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, We're already back to book burnings, basically. Let's not go down oh, that road yeah, for God. a while, right? Let's not do that. Uh, didn't they predict this in uh, Fahrenheit 451? Yes, yes, yes. Yep. And now what are we doing now? We're burning books. Mm, everybody read 1984. It's happening as we <laughs> as speak. We speak. <laughs> oh, my God, guys. It is... I would, I would say scary... If yeah. I didn't realize that it was really happening. Yeah. So I can't be scared by this. I have to realize it's happening and try to stop it somehow. Exactly. Yep. So, I don't know, man. However, though, shout out. If you hear some laughs in the back that you don't think are ours, our, uh, our boss <laughs> is hanging out uh, watching us do the podcast today. So shout out. To her and all of her awesomeness. <laughs> yes. Hey guys. There she is. <laughs> and uh, by the way, the, we'll just call her 
the boss. We'll just call her the boss. Yes. Right. I'm the Simpsons guy. We have El Rey and we have the boss behind us. There you go. Uh, and until next week, our war suckers.